El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey! Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, he's one of the most upbeat motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. He is the lead singer of the band Countless Thousands. You might recognize their song Gang Fight from the end of every one of these podcasts. And here, he's talk about World War III. I fucked that up, but I don't care. Ladies and gentlemen, Danger Van Gorder. Also joining me, he's an editor at Cracked who did a video with me on the site this week about Guy Fieri. You should watch that sometime because it's the funniest shit ever. Ladies and gentlemen, here also to talk about World War III, Alex Schmidt. The show's going to be better than the intro. Hey! Hey. Hey. We're here today. I don't know why I don't know why I tripped over that line. This is going to be a strong show. Uh-huh. I'm already confused Come about swinging. what we are in right now, which is today. Record. We are apparently in the end times. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Danger's mm-hmm. here. Hi. Hi guys. Hi everybody. How I'm happy to be here. I am I'm good. The holidays are here. Did you say Dale like what Pitbull says all the time? <laughs> What's what? Dale. 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 I Oh no. Oh no. no. I didn't. <laughs> Thank you. No, I so said the holidays are here. Dale. Okay. Dale. Is that is that Pitbull for holiday? It That's, just means I think it means like give it to me or let's go. It just like means Pitbull's really excited. Oh yeah, no, I think that is Spanish. He says it in some Bud Light commercials where he's magic. There's a crack piece about it. Yeah, by, by <laughs> yeah. not me. That's amazing. Okay, like, like he says, "Dale," and like women appear <laughs> around him. That's fantastic. Oh. Alex, how are you? Well, I've been on a spiritual journey. Um, <laughs> okay, it's been really. Tell me about it. Hit it, Brett. You know the hardest um, part of the show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. That's why we call this segment This Week in Me. You looked really shocked that I, I cut Alex off yeah, and not you. I've never actually gotten all the way through, and I didn't realize until he got cut off that I actually was asked how I was and completed the thoughts. I feel like this Alex never happened. Wanted, I'm always the target. I feel like Alex wanted me to cut him off. Hundred percent. Okay. 100%. Yeah. No. He he yeah. set you up. I that was, was an alley. That was an alley oop right yeah, there. Yeah. Definitely. Good, good work. That was, that was some good comedy. <laughs> that, was, that was Elijah Wan. Yeah. And uh, it was just really the special other tall for me guy. Too. Who's yeah. the other one? Why didn't the, why, the didn't, I, why didn't I go Jordan Pippen? Why the Rockets? Yeah, Hardaway to Shaq or like <laughs> like Hardaway Peyton to Kemp. Shaq. You know, any any short guy, tall guy combo of the nineties. Yeah. We had we had so many options. Pippen was <laughs> like like Drexler to Olajuwon for the yeah. Well, who am I thinking? Ralph Sampson is the other. Oh yeah, uh, oh, okay. oh yeah, the Twin Towers. Got it. Five slam a jamma. <laughs> if it wasn't NBA Jam, I might I might Hit it, <laughs> So, we, as Danger let on earlier, are talking about World War Three. <laughs> <laughs> Second alley-oop of the show. Second. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are already killing it. And uh, as Danger also pointed out, since we're talking about such heavy subject matter, I have the most lighthearted guests imaginable here. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, and positively Brett, who's surfing. super... We've already established is super depressed. I would have pre- preferred if Danger was cut off at the beginning, but it's your show. It's your show. It's not mine. We can, I mean, we can do it again if you want. We'll t- yeah, we'll, we'll just get go it back both and ways. And yeah. Fix it. And edit it. Yeah. So we're talking about World War Three, which is a thing. It's been in the news a little, but I think not as much as it as other wars. Yeah. Yeah, not as much as the wars that have actually happened. When they alluded to it in the post-credit sequence of World War II, like if you stuck around <laughs> after the movie ended, yeah, you they saw Samuel kind of Jackson saw the ISIS flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you saw how it was going. Dwight happen. Eisenhower, you've opened up a universe of possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about. Should we talk about ISIS first? Robert yeah. Evans, everyone else did a really intense article about isis recently yeah it's incredible where yeah. if you haven't read it's it good. read uh every issue of their uh wacky magazine did all the puzzles in the back probably is that related to cracked magazine as well <laughs> yeah yeah isis 
for years was like the runner-up to Al-Qaeda's magazine. <laughs> oh, and now okay. it's just like MAD web. has kind of like lost yeah. their prominence. Al-Qaeda is like down and now ISIS is just... And they're sh- web only as So well? I get what you're asking and yes, okay. Cracked is the ISIS of the internet. <laughs> no, I, no, that wasn't what I was that going for. That is what you were going for and you're right, Brett. Yeah, thank you for specifically asking that, Can we, uh, uh, really good. Can't wait to get fun. Can anyone here on the social media team fire out a tweet with that quote where Brett just says Cracked is the ISIS? Well, we uh, all had to turn our phones off, so... Yeah, so we yeah. could... Not even airplane mode. Yeah, I mean all the other people, and I'm pretending there's people that work for this podcast. Uh-huh. There's nothing like that. There's ten other people in the room right now, just taking yeah. all the... Just clearing A lot of publicists looking at their phones. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Donna's wondering, here. Wondering how they're going to spin all the fallout. Donna, uh-huh. can we get, a, get another Fiji water? Donna? Yeah, thanks, Donna. Cool. Thanks. You're fired, Donna. Oh, shit. All right. Bring in the other Donna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're all named Donna. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's that band, the Donnas. Remember them? Right. Yeah, they do office work for us now. No. I did. I like the Donnas too. They're yeah. Right. Okay, we should get back on track. Right. Oh. So let's talk about ISIS first. Um, yeah. I think Robert yeah. Evans kind of kind of touched on this in his article, but ISIS. One of their main goals is to draw the United States and Europe, the Western world. Yeah. Yeah. Into a yeah. drawn out war. In the Middle East, that the Western world will lose, quote probably. unquote, according to their 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 interpretation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What worries me about that is, boy, do they have history on their side. When, when do <laughs> when does anyone go into the Middle East and try to occupy that area and and it works win? out? Yeah, uh, um, it didn't work for the Russians. It didn't work for us. Did it work for Alexander the Great? I'm a little fuzzy on that one. They didn't uh, have the internet back then. Baby. Well, I'm sure there were some scribes wrote it down. Ottomans well, were straight chilling for a yeah. while. Mm-hmm. Well, Alexander ripped yeah. through the Persians and then got kind of held up in India and, and had to double back and stuff. Yeah, well, Thank in modern history. times, yeah. in modern times, uh-huh. <laughs> when does it work? Or just in, when does it work for us? When, right, right. When do we go into the Middle East? And I mean, the first war in Iraq was pretty smooth because George Bush's dad knew better than to go into Baghdad and try to take it well it, it also in terms of going into the middle east it's it seems like there's a definite difference between air striking and bombing and sanctions versus going in putting yeah. building a bunch ground, of bases yeah. and having a bunch of troops live there and constantly patrol it but basically the the aim of isis drawing everyone into this war is because what it will inevitably do is kill innocent people in retaliation for what ISIS is doing. Like, the the Paris attacks happened in Paris with a limited number of people, and now France is just bombing the shit out of Syria. Mm-hmm. And that's a thing that really riles up Muslim Otherwise countries. moderate. Yeah. yeah. When, when you start killing innocent people in the name of defending this one small group, well, that's when people start going, oh, yeah, well, maybe America is a monster. And that's when they start flocking to... ISIS side. And that's what they want. That's how they want to build their numbers is by basically drawing us into this war. And it's working so far. Like, yeah. We're it, not it's there. Like, they're like that shitty dude that you, you run across every once in a while nowadays where like They've got their phones out. They're recording you, and they're fucking being just a massive dick. I was at the dog park recently, and this guy's like filming the, one of the dog walkers there. Like, what are you, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you here? Why, why aren't your dogs on leashes? And I walked up, like, who's this guy? Who's it? Like, dude, why are you accusing me of shit? I'm just at the dog park with my dog, you know. And they're like, yeah. So that when you throw a punch or you retaliate or you say, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you cussing at me, bro? You know what I mean? It's just like, all right, you're you're fulfilling their. You're you're giving them what they want with your reaction. Yeah. Oh, we need a name for that guy. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, the Van Gorder. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I like that. Oh no, oh, it's like you're the scientist who discovered a disease, and now like your name is on it. Uh-huh. Oh man, it's actually Van Bummer. Gorder's monster. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Back to the bring down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the bring down. So, yeah, that's what they want. And France was the first to give it to them because they attacked France first. So France, Basically 9-11 France. Which is interesting because France, after 9-11, was the one country that was like, yeah, yeah hold on, guy. maybe don't invade. Definitely don't invade Iraq because they didn't do anything. 
But now right. France is the country that is like, come on, we have to attack Syria. Yeah, they invoked an EU thing where, bring me back up to speed on this, but like they asked all the other EU countries to contribute forces to this effort. Yeah, yeah. Didn't the, the article said it was like a mutual defense clause, I think, something like that. Uh, okay. And I think it said that like no one has really used that yet. To, in the way France is, and yeah. uh, but it basically said like, yeah, if someone in the EU is attacked, we all must retaliate together. But the yeah. shitty Which, part is like these people really do need to be stopped. Yeah, yeah, like, but a ground war and a bombing campaign isn't the way to do it. Right. From from what I understand, it's like they've only got so much money because all of their all their resources came from robbing banks and like a couple of oil fields here and there. Right. And then once the banks have been robbed, nobody brings their money there anymore. Right. So we just kind of have to wait it out. But while we're waiting it out, I don't know who's sending their doctors and, and intel- intelligentsia to this place, to rather, to these people, you know, because the areas still need doctors and, and, and intelligent people to take care of things. But they've only got so many resources. So is this the kind of thing that we can starve them out? Trump should build a wall around them. Oh, fuck. If he wants That's to a build a idea. wall. He, he, uh-huh. Why here? Build it in the desert over and there. you know what? Yeah. ISIS is going to pay for it. He's get the yeah. ISIS is going to pay, pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Make ISIS right. pay for it. Oh, yeah. God. That's a great idea. <laughs> Look, yeah. I, we all recognize you were right about Trump being Hitler and Thank all, but you. we really want you to be wrong about World War III. Me, I wanted to be wrong about cool. Trump and Hitler. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I wasn't. All right. Let's hope for one But I still two, could be. Well, I mean, also, he might not get the nomination. That would be good. But it is, it is interesting that when we're recording this, Trump just did that declaration of like, listen, I think we should just keep all keep Muslims from, from coming to the country. The country. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. hey, if you're Muslim already, Which is you incredible. just got to get the star or Yeah, whatever. and imagine being Muslim in this country and hearing God that. damn it. Because <sighs> the, if he wants to keep them all out, then what about the ones who are here? Yeah. Okay. Here, here's our yeah. whole thing. It's just have one goddamn Muslim friend. Don't only hang out with people who are exactly like you, America. You're yeah, hurting your that, country if you were just if you're only ever seeing one kind of person and hearing one set of opinions, encountering one worldview, you are hurting America. So yeah. go out, leave your home, go travel, yeah. please God, or, go, or at go least, travel, or at least give the benefit of the doubt to people you never ever. Oh meet. yeah, no, that's good. Like, yeah. At, yeah. at least approach hearing about them with yeah. like, I have never ever met this kind of person. Maybe right, I'm interested <laughs> to hear what their, their life is like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they have problems. They're fleeing a place. You say, I yeah. wonder what's happening in that place. Maybe they're running flee. away from terrorism. Uh-huh. Maybe they're not terrorists necessarily. <laughs> Maybe, uh-huh. maybe if they're fleeing a failed state that's entirely made up of terrorists, they aren't terrorists themselves yeah, necessarily. Yeah, because yeah, the terrorists are thriving over there. Right, like it's great for them. <laughs> that's why they're not fleeing. Or are they? Yeah, they're gonna come over here. I like that uh, now. A lot of the talk has been, well, we can let the refugees in, but only the Christians. Fuck. Well, right. The you. Mu- like the Muslims have to go to other Muslim countries. Right. It's the same thing with, oh, well, some of the refugees could, like, they could be terrorists and just, dis- well, that's a fucking risk we you have know, to hey, take. We've got like, how are we gonna fucking know? white, good, solid American citizen terrorists ourselves, yeah. but their intended targets yeah. are fucking Planned Parenthoods. And uh, yeah, that's the thing. They're that, locals. They're blowing the, shit up. They're killing people. That's the argument I was having with my father this weekend that uh-huh, that sounds fun <laughs> and familiar yeah that the guy who shot up everyone in colorado he is just as religiously motivated as isis he's the same yeah. kind of character and just yeah and he's like no he's just a deranged guy like no no, no you no. think he's a deranged guy because he's a white guy yeah yeah he is deranged. The he's ISIS quoting are shit that you like equal, well no my so, no yeah. he's a he's a jew so he, he thinks that no, the planned parenthood wait oh wait wait he's a jew who's a jew who's a jew you do? Your dad? Obama's a Jew. Okay. No, Brett's, I thought Brett's he was... dad is a Jew. Okay. Probably. I think that's what he's getting. Yes. At, which is how. how oh no! See, I was talking, I was talking about the the, uh, the terrorist, the guy Jewish murdering parents. people. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't. He was not yeah, Jewish. Obviously, there's something deranged about wanting cool. to kill a bunch of people in the name of a of a book that you like. That's uh-huh. deranged. Yeah. Right. But to say that the Christian one is is less deranged and just like a the act of a of a lone madman. I mean, we, this has been on the news all the time. It, it's crazy. So both are terrorists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're both terrorists. Yeah. They're definitely both terrorists. But yeah. only one. Like uh, you can only say terrorist. If you're apparently a Republican, you can only say you're a terrorist if the other person is a different color. Yeah. You know, because you saw zero attempt at, like, condemnation of the actual people doing the murdering from the Republicans when it was like, well, it's a plan. I think Carly Fiorina called the guy a protester. Protester, yeah. She called him a protester. Ted Cruz called him a trans 
gender leftist activist. That would be incorrect, Ted. Yeah, yeah. He used the wrong word. And everything. <laughs> yeah, he used. Uh, I wrong think every concepts. single yeah, every single part of that was the opposite. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's Ted Cruz for you. Cisgender. Right. And so let's get back to ISIS. The thing about ISIS is their final vision for the world. The reason they took a town in Syria called Dabiq. Yeah, which is, and it's very interesting that they named their magazine after it. Like you would think it would just be called like ISIS magazine or like <laughs> right. some like, well, or the just reason, like some the catchphrase reason or something. Their magazine is named after it. I don't know if, did Evans cover this? Yeah, I think he did, and and also, yeah, Yeah, some of the things he pulled. The reason it's called that is that is where they think this final battle that ushers in the apocalypse is going to start, Mm -hmm. is in this town of Dabiq. And what they envision happening is they win this battle and put this religious leader in place called Caliphate, and he reigns for a while, and then the Antichrist rises from Persia, which is Iran, and Mm -hmm. defeats the caliphate for a while. They all flee to Jerusalem, and then there's a real final battle where Jesus comes back and restores the caliphate to power. The sequel. So even in ISIS end-of-the-world vision, it's Jesus who comes back. And saves him. Spoiler. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think. I think what you sent me it involves Jesus returning and like stabbing an anti messiah with a spear, like the yeah. anti messiah mm. who's leading the forces against the caliphate. Which really showy. Here, like that's, here, here, that's a really odd flamboyant. Uh, right, but here it's very specific. On that, on that, yes, on that very... though, I, I kind of want to pitch something here. I think they missed their actual opportunity because. The true Antichrist, I guess, from terms of, like, just being amazing and charismatic, was Freddie Mercury. And he's from Iran, but he's already dead. So I don't think it's going to work out the way that it's going to... That, that they're imagining it will. Like, it, this should have happened a good 30 years ago I, when Queen was, was still still the best. I, 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 Freddie Mercury's from Iran? Yeah, he's Is Iranian. Is that thing? Yeah. I was born in Sri Lanka. Was he no, I think it's Iranian. Same thing. Either way, two Wikipedia. are super racist. <laughs> I have a question. How does Yakub play into all this? Yakub, swine merchant, what? maker and creator of the devil. That is from a Wu Tang Clan song. Oh, called, thank you. I keep falling further behind. Travel pit. Uh, yeah, I covered that on a column a while back. Uh, the Wu Tang Clan. Zanzibar. Uh, the Wu Tang. Oh, the one Sultan with crazy Zanzibar, with yeah. Metatron and everything, right? Yeah, right, Wu Tang yeah, yeah. Clan believes white people were made in a lab, right? Right. And uh, Freddie Mercury was born in Zanzibar. Okay, you're still Zanzibar. the greatest of all time, Freddie. Now Tanzania. his real name is Farouk Bulsara. God bless you, Freddie Mercury. You were the greatest, and except you think he's the Antichrist. I'm saying uh, if there was going to be an Iranian Antichrist, like it would been would have been him. Except for he's I, from Africa. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, all right. I don't. I'm following idea rescinded. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So we just talked about the ISIS vision for the end of the world. Uh-huh. On the evangelical side, it's not... Oh. Even evangelical Christian. Yeah, evangelical yeah. Christian side. Right. Their end of the world scenario isn't a lot different. There's a war that starts in Syria, okay. and people flee to Jerusalem, and then there's okay. a fight in Jerusalem, okay. and Jesus comes back, except for our side. And in both sides, this is a thing they need to happen. Like, if you've been living your whole life believing, well, one day I'm going to die and uh, all this stuff in the Bible is going to come true, you're not scared of that. You're not looking at it like, oh, but we'll all die. You're like, oh, we'll all die. Oh, my God, I can't wait for The Force Awakens to come out. (laughs) No, but it is like that. It's like, oh, shit, I've been waiting for this. Uh Yeah. Han Solo, it's old. Got yeah. some other people. <laughs> we were home. Kirk Cameron's there. <laughs> oh, God. Kirk Cameron's in Force Awakens? No, he's in the Left Behind movies. Which, oh. if you haven't seen Which are, that, actually, that's what this is. That's yeah. what the Left Behind movies are about. Right. Yeah, is the tribulation this, and all these things. Yeah, is kind of about this theory, which is called dispensationalism, that <clears throat> basically says that this war in Jerusalem has to happen for the apocalypse to come about. And there are Christian groups right now who are so adamant about these events having to happen in a specific way that they spend millions of dollars every year just to pay for Jews in the United States to immigrate to Israel. Because Mm. one of the conditions that has to be in place before Armageddon can start 
is that half the world's Jews have to be in Israel. So there That's are so specific. Uh, yeah, Again. you keeping track. And it's it, like that 144,000 thing. And that's actually yeah. George W. Bush, since he's left office, that's one of the things he's put his work into. Oh, God. Really? Yeah. is Fuck. these organizations that not only pay for people to immigrate to Israel, but also groups that try to convert Jews to Christianity. Oh, man. Because that's another thing that has to happen before the apocalypse is Jews in large scale have to convert to Christianity. That makes me That makes me bummed out for like... I feel like when Jimmy Carter was done being president and he was like, I'm going to spend my time doing like Habitat for Humanity. Dude, yeah. So much more for the I world. Feel like, I feel, well, I feel like one of his things he probably thought was like, me doing this will inspire other former presidents oh, to yeah, do like this kind of awesome charitable yeah. thing. Uh-huh. And then he like checks in with the older Bush and is like, so what kind of charitable thing have you been doing? Oh, like end time stuff? <laughs> what? You can build houses. There's Look at all these pictures of me doing it. It's right. so great. Yeah. It's really chill. And for, for humanity, I'm so frustrated with my old legacy. And then he's like, no, 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 no. See, I'm doing the same thing. I just want uh, that humanity to be a very specific uh, group of people, and then we'll be in heaven. You right. know how heaven's a place? Heaven yeah. is for real. Like that I'm book Jimmy I read? Carter. I teach Sunday school every oh, yeah? Sunday. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> like, well, you're also acknowledging the real world and, and problems, and that's not that's not the Bush way. But no. like, what if we built a house? <laughs> I don't know why I'm so hooked on. Doing this Jimmy build, Carter character, building but, houses. but like you know, well, he can go into the Middle East and build houses. Actually. Not a lot yeah. of people mock Jimmy Carter, or at least have like impressions of Jimmy Carter. So it could be <laughs> yeah, put it in your stable, bro. Yeah. Get it in I there. Work on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's me, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> oh, Jim- <laughs> Donna, you let Jimmy Hello. Carter in here? It's me, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Hello, former president of the United States. I played on Rubber Soul. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, me and Brett tag teaming the Jimmy Carter impersonation. <laughs> and what's really scary about this for me is I've done a lot of research about this because it's my job and I have to write a column about this week. Mm-hmm. Part of that research involved reading a book called American Apocalypse, which is mm-hmm. a really detailed history of evangelicals and their relationship with the apocalypse. And Good title then. And it's a really great book. Everyone should go read it. And this idea that the apocalypse is imminent which you would think at the time it was introduced if an entire segment of believers were like oh the apocalypse is coming okay cool we're gonna do nothing then we're just gonna sit here and wait for the cruise yeah just just but it's the exact opposite because they all want to be the ones who make it happen they want to be there to see it and reap all the rewards immediately so Instead of inspiring them to be lazy, it's just inspired evangelicals for decades, like over a century now, to just really shape their worldview and their policies and the way they behave Mm. around the idea that these enemies of religion or enemies of Christianity are a sign that the world is about to end. And that they need to react accordingly to make like sure we, the world ends the way we need it right. to end. We, we can boil that down, though, to a certain point. Like which they, is, they even thought the sinking of the Titanic was right. a yeah. sign. If, you, if that, you've got like an idea in your head, you're going to look for more ideas that reflect that one. It's a confirmation bias. You just want to be right. But like these people... Look, okay, everybody's afraid of death. 100%. You know, except for Batman, of course. And George um, Anderson. Okay. So everybody Hello, wants me. everybody wants <laughs> Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but but everybody wants their death to have meaning. You know, and like this is like a bunch of people who are like, well, I'm fucking terrified, but I can't really let on, so I got to I got to find the joy in that somehow so they subliminate all this shit. They're just trying to be special. Yeah. You're not fucking special. You're going to die for no reason like everybody else. There's no shame in that. Thank you Bojack right. Horseman for that idea. But like just fucking just accept that you're gonna live a good life, you know. You'll you'll meet people, you'll interact, and then you're gonna you're gonna die, and then that's gonna be it. You don't have to accelerate misery for everybody else. But how are they gonna get to heaven? <laughs> They'll get to heaven by following the rest of the rules. There are other rules that they're ignoring. You know. And when will they see Jesus? They'll fucking see Jesus when Jesus <laughs> says when he says what's up. When he's coming, they'll see Jesus on Judgment Day, which will be for them the day that they die, and it'll be great. I'm sure they'll be very happy or whatever. Who's uh, going to kill all the Muslims? Well, <laughs> I mean, time 
Time and heart disease. I okay, don't know. Cool. <laughs> heart disease. That's sure. very unlikely. Okay. Heart disease. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a big problem with heart disease. Eat a lean, country. a lean diet. Yeah, I feel right. like Mediterranean diet. Good for you. Yeah. Actually, like yeah. This, that's olives, a, that's a, a South oil. Beach diet. Chicken. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Muslims are on the South Beach diet, basically. Chickpeas. <laughs> Not heart disease. Then <laughs> we're gonna die of heart disease. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Woo. And apparently, I, I uh, like, it's a big problem in the Armenian community. Heart disease. <laughs> okay yeah. okay cool they're i mean they're, good to they're know Middle East, huh? so yeah this idea it goes way 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 back and what's interesting one of the things i found in reading that book american apocalypse is that the term conservative and liberal we think of it now almost completely in political terms like you think of conservatives as being religious but when you think of liberal types you think of not Heathens. like not really letting religion play into their decisions yeah yeah. but one of the earliest uses of conservative and liberal referred to conservatives as people who interpreted the bible literally like conservatively yes yeah and who thought all of this end time stuff was prophecy that was going to come true Mm -hmm. whereas liberals were people who interpreted the bible (laughs) more as a story that provided guidance or framework for how to live your life and not so much like a literal interpretation of history. So one of our most defining differences now in society is kind of based around the apocalypse and whether you thought the apocalypse was coming and that you needed to live your life in that way or if you read the Bible a different way. And it's like the dividing line for a long time in history now has been whether you think the end times are coming. Weird, right? And well, because it's so weird. They're not so crazy, guys. So, oh my they're god, not coming. Omg. <laughs> well, and also, and you can be being a liberal in terms of like wanting social welfare for people and education and things can be a very religious act too. Like yeah. they're they're like especially around the turn of the century, there were a lot of movements for like Christian socialism, essentially right, the idea right. that like yeah, the right thing to do would be all these policies that today we would frame under a liberal umbrella. Right. Uh, like there's this caring 90... for your fellow man. Yeah, things yeah. like that can okay. be you know very liberal. Weird. Uh, shit. Not trying to close yeah. a country to a specific race or religion of people. Yeah. yeah. Like even even super basic stuff. Like like there's a 99 percent invisible podcast episode they did recently about drinking fountains and the history of drinking fountains in cities. And a lot of them started as uh, what they called temperance fountains, which was essentially very religious people who wanted people to quit alcohol would build huh. drinking fountains that were also kind of ads for, why don't you just have water instead of, like, booze? Boo. You know? uh, and it was gives like, me a good oh, idea. look at another social service given by religious people. That's a good thing that they did. Yeah. So, I don't know, that, to me, speaks to what you're saying, that, like, yeah, the the real divide is whether you believe we're all in a comic book movie where, yeah. where Jesus comes down. Yeah, exactly. And look, I love comic book movies, but I think this is real life. <clears throat> I don't think it's a comic book movie. <laughs> That's a very bold stance. What yeah. Yeah. Adam, that gives me a really good idea. Beer fountains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm listening. That's it. That's it. Beer fountains. What else do you need? Full right. stop. I'm in. Water right. fountains. Great. Okay. Walk up, press a button, get some <laughs> water, free water. Wait, your whistle. And I got a beer fountain. I understand it's a little bit more expensive. Maybe you put in a maybe you put in a quarter or a dollar, and you get right. thirty seconds of beer. I worked for uh, I worked at a restaurant when I was in my teens that at one point sold beer, but they stopped right before I started working there. Oh, and they terrible. just had this keg of Heineken that they were like, "Yeah, we stopped selling beer, so it just kind of sits there unused." I was like. Well, can we drink it? They were like, yeah, but none of us really do. So for like a month. (laughs) Where was this? For like a month, every night when I would leave work, I would get like a 32-ounce cup full of fucking Heineken and just pound it on the bus home. I don't even know why we I mean, brought that. Oh, beer fountains. Beer fountains. Beer yeah. fountains. Yeah. yeah. Readily want, available alcohol. Yeah. yeah, now I want Heineken at my desk. <laughs> Please. <laughs> they do make those little Heineken mini kegs. They're so great. You ever had one? No, I don't. I mean, Is that the kind of thing you beer. can just drink with one hand? Like a mini keg fits in your hand? No, it's, it's a little like bit bigger. A, it's All like right. a keg, and you put it in your refrigerator, and it's like having draft beer. But it's only All like, right. it's, it's not that much beer. It's like two I'm sure somewhere. somewhere there's yeah. a bro that's got like a shoulder rig set up so that he can just put it on his shoulder like a parrot and just drink out of that all night. Yeah, yeah. or the or classic beer helmet or, you know, some kind of, yeah. you know, some or kind the, of setup. Like yeah. the, Careful, that sounded like, like it's a straight up thing. That's like kind of close to a beer turban. bag shoulder pads. 
I'm sure you've done that where you just strap no. a bag from. I mean, you can always put it in a camelback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I knew. I, or somebody, garbage bag. I knew somebody goes, in college yeah. who called the. They would like shoulder mount a boxed wine and call it a spacewalk. Because yeah, it's yeah, Sort yeah, of like yeah. having like the space the rig bag, that an I astronaut heard. doing a spacewalk has. You know? Yeah. 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 Oh, boxed wine. Such a delight. <laughs> boxed, boxed wine. <laughs> <laughs> So going back to, I want to talk more about just how far back this divide over the apocalypse goes. Uh, everyone's familiar with the Scopes monkey trial, right? Yes. I am. It's where yeah, this, yeah. Did this, inherit the win in high school. Crazy oh, yeah. monkey. <laughs> this crazy monkey wanted to go to school and teach everyone evolution. Yeah. And they were like, a monkey can't teach. And yeah, like, we had to go to court. Yeah, we had to go to court. And <laughs> launched the know, career of Dunstan. Yeah, really famous trial. Now we don't have monkey teachers as a result. Mm-hmm. Thanks, right. history. No, this was a trial in 1925 where a guy, it was staged. Like, he basically wanted to be prosecuted for teaching evolution. So, yeah, right. so he rose to Parkston. Yeah, so right. he just kind of incriminated himself and was like, I did it! Yeah, challenged right. the law by challenging the law. A test case, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he went to trial. He lost basically. It, it was Well, didn't he right, that didn't didn't uh uh William Jennings Bryan like won the trial technically for not teaching evolution, but in the public mind yeah. and the way it was reported, yeah. every it ma- made him kind of ridiculous. And yeah. Clarence Darrow kind of won the Clarence Darrow played by Brett Raider. Yes. No, I was the reporter, the oh, main, okay. the main reporter guy. Yeah, so you helped him. Uh Clarence Darrow's work <laughs> Third reported the show. Brett Raider. Come on, guys. Yeah. What's interesting about that, if you go back and read it, or if you read anything about it, they frame that as a dispute between modernists, which was the the sect of Christianity that believed evolution could be in line with God's teachings, Mm -hmm. and they didn't have to necessarily be mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. And the other half of that fight, guess what they were called? The conservatives. Better. Fundamentalists. Ah, eh. that sounds and that, familiar. Now, now that's a word. Now, if you were like, Ugh. they're fundamentalists, people would be like, oh, no, they're not. That's like you can't make that comparison. That's literally what conservatives, evangelicals were called at the time of the Scopes Monkey Trial, and it's kind of the way history has framed it is that fundamentalists kind of fell out of favor after that trial, and then through World War One, they just kind of disappeared. But that's not actually the case. They just rebranded as evangelicals because fundamentalist sounds terrifying. Shitty, yeah. And they right. realized it even way back then. So even during World War One, they were still around. They were just rebranding as evangelicals. All right. So what we know as evangelicals now are basically Christian fundamentalists. They just changed their name in the 30s. New logo. Yes. <laughs> Snap! Yeah, logo uniforms. They wear the yeah. throwbacks sometimes. Uh, yeah. N- now I got a, like, another question like here. How does, how does uh, remember Astros the, jersey um, with the red and orange, the Colt forty fives? Yeah, right. <laughs> remember the last election? There was that big thing going around of Chuck Norris talking about how if Obama's re- elected or reelected, I can't remember which one, that he's literally saying like it will bring on a thousand years of darkness. So like that apocalypse was portrayed as a bad thing if this guy gets elected. But he's 100% like religious, evangelical, fundamental, whatever you want to call he it. Is. Um yeah, Very so it's like much. Yeah. So like why why are how how many different apocalyptic scenarios do they have and how many are good and how many are bad? There's probably a lot. Yeah. Shit. Well, and also it is it is amazing how successful apocalyptic cults or whole religions or anything are at keeping going without delivering you know right. what i mean like oh, yeah. at, at keeping this going for decades and decades and decades uh-huh. without delivering the end times you can yeah. always you can always misjudge the math Just right like, no i didn't carry that four one well, and and then honestly i feel like i see the same thing with people like really really those people who really 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 freak out about obama like if if his presidency was going to be the end of the country it would have happened by now like like yeah. he might be bad or might have policies you disagree with and and may not be doing an amazing job but he clearly hasn't like imploded america yeah but right. no, he's, like, he would he would have pulled it off the next way now. though he's setting like, up uh, either that that wiry spark plug old bernie sanders or he's setting up uh <laughs> Uh, wiry spark plug. sure yeah uh, or, or he's setting up hillary clinton <laughs> which i mean barely have wires i don't know go ahead words escape me but like he was just the precursor right, it's all and then the real game. antichrist is coming afterwards yeah well yeah, that's exactly. even even the isis theory this caliphate that they're gonna put in place is like the eighth of 12 
So yeah, their, I think current, go their current leader is the eighth caliph, right? And then, yeah. and then like, and yeah. then also previous certain previous caliphs have not been legitimate for this, that, or the other reason. I felt but like other after ones has been. Seven, has to be so the precise. Really, <laughs> there was really a fall off in quality after season seven with the caliphs. Why don't like they the just get like staff changed or something? There's a new showrunner. I don't know what it was. Well, it also in some of the in, in some of the articles you pulled, it, it is really interesting that it seems like uh, super fundamentalist people who are way into ISIS do talk that way about Al Qaeda. Like they really yeah. do talk about it that way. Like ah, ever since they brought in Zawahiri, it's just not. <laughs> it's just not quite. You know, like the beheadings aren't quite as fun as the previous mm. seasons. You know, it's just not. <laughs> like they really do approach it. That way, it, in terms of like being real picky, like yeah, real they have, picky they have a different showrunner like, these days, yeah. like the exact can't quality win. and approach in terms of the crazy horrible I get terrorism. It. I get how ISIS feels. Can't win making content on the internet these days. People are never happy, <laughs> never happy. So yeah, and it's not like it stopped back in the 1920s with the fundamentalists and believing the apocalypse is coming. Right. It's just been the next thing. Like Ronald- at the turn of the century, there was a fucking comet panic like everybody thought oh well, shit ronald reagan gonna... who is the darling of every conservative on the planet Ooh. was a huge believer in uh dispensationalism and just the theory that the apocalypse was coming and that he was the one who was going to usher it in except he believed that it was russia and that when the bible referred to the world being destroyed by fire reagan was convinced that meant nuclear war with russia and this was a thing he went on the record as far back as 1970 in an issue of san diego magazine former state senator james mills of california revealed that reagan told him in 71 a biblical prophecy of fire and brimstone means that the enemies of god's people will be destroyed by nuclear weapons yeah who's god's people in that scenario Uh anyone quoting a prophecy about god's people they're god's people yeah the person quoting Mm -hmm. yeah it's just how it works and there's no problems with that system at all. Totally right. works every time. Yeah my, yeah, my favorite thing to come out in the past couple of weeks was uh, um, there's a post circulating about this message of like, hey, look, local Muslims, you, we know you're having a really hard time. You know, if you're scared, if you're frightened to go out and conduct your life in our city, you know, please contact our chapter. We'll be happy to send out a couple of very large burly men to escort you. You know, we accept you. We're happy you're here. Please don't be afraid. We're, we're happy to help. And that message came from the satanic chapter of, like, I don't know, Tallahassee or something like that. But it's like these fucking Satanists are super nice people who are doing the Christian thing while the Christians are saying, hey, you Muslim, no, no good. Just yeah. like that. And that's exactly how they say it. You, 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 you Muslim, no, no good. good. <laughs> nope. No good, Muslim. Nope. So, yeah, Reagan... It's one of those things that's like a product of the internet not existing at the time. So it's not no. that widely well-known now. But at the time, especially during his second election when he was running against Mondale, Reagan being obsessed with the apocalypse was a big deal. Uh, the Washington Post wrote a huge editorial about it in 1984. Mm-hmm. There was a documentary that aired on 175 public radio stations about it. This was during his campaign. And do you have that video I sent? I'm glad we started examining it after he'd been president for four years. Like, yeah. finally, we got to start to take a look. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what, what I, was going like, on. Like, all these articles I read were talking like he's just now running for president. I'm like, he's right. been the president four years. Right. Under this timetable. And been in public life for a long time. Like, he was governor of California. Like, yeah. <laughs> nobody took a look at it. So this is a video. Uh, this is him answering a question in an 84 debate with Mondale. Mr. President, I'd like to pick up this Armageddon theme. You've been quoted as saying that you do believe deep down that we are heading for some kind of biblical Armageddon. Your Pentagon and your Secretary of Defense have plans for the United States to fight and prevail in a nuclear war. Do you feel that we are now heading perhaps for some kind of nuclear Armageddon? The prophecies down through the years, the biblical prophecies, of what would portend the coming of Armageddon and so forth, and the fact that a number of uh, theologians for the last decade or more have believed that um, this was true, that the prophecies are coming together that portend that. But no one knows whether Armageddon, those prophecies mean that Armageddon is a thousand years away uh, or day after tomorrow. I wonder where the title for day after tomorrow came from. (laughs) 
Oh. Remember that movie? Yeah. I do that remember came that movie. And, and I remember left. I wasn't allowed to watch that. My parents were so creeped out. I wasn't allowed to watch Day After Tomorrow when I was a kid. Because it came out when I was like seven. It was like what? 83 or 84. Oh, I thought I thought you were talking about that like a uh, that movie Jake where like, the world freezes with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, Jake no, Hall. no. There was, no, there was a movie. There was a TV movie yeah, in the 80s. Where like a, a girl wasn't has it called a, The Day After Tomorrow? Isn't it like tomorrow? a girl has a flower and then everything gets nuked? Or is that the Goldwater ad? I don't know. I, I think, think that, that was the, Frankenstein. I think that yeah. was the Goldwater. Let me Google it. Frankenstein's Monster. Right. Well, the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah it's Frankenstein's Monster. Oh, <laughs> maybe I got it wrong. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there's definitely a shitty movie in 04. Roland yeah. Emmerich destroying the right, world as right, always. Right. He just freezes New York City and Jake Gyllenhaal. So oh, run, and then he runs from wolves. <laughs> it was called The Day After. My oh. bad. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a 1983 yeah. television movie. My parents wouldn't let me watch it because it was supposed movie? to be like this. Oh, no. Especially yeah, that, like panic had people, Steve right? Gutenberg in it. The Goot. Uh, like how did? How, oh, and John Lithgow. Oh, I love John Lithgow. How did the apocalypse happen under the Gutenberg watch? Yeah, I have, I've definitely heard of people being really freaked out by that movie when it came out. Yeah. Because it's a very compelling and tragically realistic thing. Like, if yeah. the weird weapons launch, and we're all... What was something that you heard in that video, and I think the scariest thing about, especially the evangelical... Both sides, both evangelical and ISIS, both of their end times theories, you heard the guy asking the questions say that your administration has plans to launch and survive a nuclear attack on both sides they think that even though this apocalyptic war is going to happen they do believe that their side will survive and rebuild and be stronger so even if you're like well the purge even if you're like well everyone's afraid of death so no one's going to want to die well maybe even the reagan administration said back in the 80s that if there were enough shovels we would all survive Uh a nuclear war and I don't want to be too Jesse Ventura about it, but there are all those bunkers under the Denver airport where people could (laughs) uh, potentially live. You know, the one with all the paintings of the apocalypse in the lobby. You know nothing about this thing. I only know the scary robot horse out front that's eventually going to come alive and terrorize. Yeah. Yeah, There's like all kinds of like Freemason symbols and apocalyptic paintings in the Denver airport. Cool. And then there's just this weird series of bunkers under there. Right. No one knows what they're for. Well, it's because it's because the only the only way of believing in all this end times nonsense is fun is believing that you're going to survive it and right. also yeah. win it somehow. The thing about those bunkers is it sounds so crazy that like you would want to be like, well, yeah, that's just a rumor that they're there. No, they're there. When Jesse Ventura had his conspiracy theory show, which was great. It was it was really good. He actually went to the entrance of these bunkers and was like. What would happen if I just uh, like uh, tried to pass by you? And they were like, "We'll kill you." Armed guards at the Denver yes. airport gonna kill at people. the bunkers the mural, under the Denver airport. The murals right. there are crazy, and you can just go look at them. Yeah, the, the murals. Oh, you, you can like there's you can a look there's at a mural. A, Brett, like will you a, Google Denver airport mural? There's like a gas masked apocalypse yeah, so warrior with danger, a bayonet. Oh, Jesus, danger and can see it, uh, and I encourage everyone else to Google it too. By the way, the Denver airport was given number one in best airport artwork last year. Number two, uh, Albuquerque airport, not uh, deserved. Yeah, how about that? That is in the Denver airport. That is a soldier with a rifle. And a gas mask and a huge sword. There's is a he, baby is he under the sword. Cutting a rainbow. There's a. What's d- it looks like he's stabbing a dove. He's stabbing a dove. And uh, there's a lot of death and destruction and a rainbow passing above okay. his head. But once it passes by his head, it turns to darkness. Uh-huh. Yeah, and right. And it's just wind and ghosts. And, and it's, it's not even a question of artistic taste. Like, in any normal airport, that space is a Hudson News. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's yeah. not even uh-huh. wall art. <laughs> or it's just a portrait. Who has wall art in the airport? Sc- or it's just a portrait of the skyscape of that city. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about that? Just Welcome like, to our city. Oh, We're glad you're here. Here's the, the right. Empire State Building. Or like a hokey, ah, remember that oh, historical Jesus. event in this city? Ah, it was great. Oh, like, and here's the next one. There are children being buried in this one. And what appear to be birds in boxes going to get buried with them? Right. Yeah. More than anything else, it's really vivid art, and it's yeah, really look, confounding. Look this shit up, listeners. Like, it's it clearly, is weird. It's painted by someone who knows something about, about what's something. underground. They're just knows something about where the drugs are. Uh, <laughs> also, well. probably that. Like, who goes full Guernica on an airport wall? Is that how that's pronounced? For any reason? I, maybe. I've uh, been looking at that word my entire life. I've never known how to say it. I yeah. With the internet, I, I don't learn the pronunciations of a lot of things. Okay. I might be wrong. 
Uh, uh, how about this? There's also a stone at the Denver airport that has a Freemason. It's, I believe, donated by Freemasons. Has the Freemason symbol? Yeah, it's like that dedication plate. Or yeah, whatever, right. At yeah. the top, it says contains messages and memorabilia to the people of Colorado in 2094, and it's donated by the New World Airport Commission. Oh, and yeah. New World Order is like the one terrifying thing that every person who worries about the apocalypse that's like their catchphrase is the uh-huh. new world order yeah that's it, so it's like they're just taunting us well uh, yeah time capsule on its own doesn't creep me out that much but tied into a new world airport commission i'm assuming the time capsule has like the orders for what to do in the future <laughs> you know like it's not like yeah. oh look at we used to have cds huh? like it's like it's like it, here's stuff. to hoping that this is just a weird hobby of like six dudes who like just creeped out their wives so much? But why like, you know, the, just go fucking set something up. At, at, yeah, oh yeah. Why Use all your money? Set up something bunkers. at the airport. Why the bunkers? Under well, the we airport? don't know apparently, and we won't be able to find out because that's where you're supposed to go when the apocalypse. Just happens. go in there with uh, with a couple bulletproof vests and uh, sprint. Yeah. Find out. Bring a GoPro. That's what I'm. My point is that we're very. I think we're closer to this than anyone realized. I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen, but it's a thing that could happen. Yeah. Well, look, that, like Donald. Global conflict war is always. On the horizon, yeah. Donald Trump is also not the apocalypse as well. There have been it'll just wars. be a fucking yeah, to my knowledge. and a lot of people will die, and it'll be hurt. Yeah, but I mean, if there's a new, if it turns into a nuclear attack, which it very well could, if, yeah. but especially if it's involving Iran and Israel, there could be nuclear weapons. Yeah, but even as Iran's like, these guys are fucking crazy. I don't right. want anything to do with them. Well, yeah, no, Iran, no, but that's the the th- that's the thing. Guys. Iran is like one of ISIS' biggest enemies yeah like like iran wants to destroy isis right and that's kind of isis Hey, we're the craziest people on this block that's kind of isis plan is that iran will be the ones who rise up and destroy them first and then they all flee to jerusalem and that's where jews jesus jesus that's where jesus comes back that is where yeezy that's where yeezy comes back yeah right and uh you know Trump will give him that war. Ted Cruz that is, is yeah. He'll give him the war. Ted Cruz and Ben Carson are both like evangelical darlings. They'll do it. And from there it's just a matter of hoping we win without nuking yeah, it anyone. It is it is really unsettling that the thing that would be more than what we're doing about ISIS currently, that like the next thing of doing a ground war and sending troops in is what several presidential candidates want and what ISIS super wants at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and really it's, and happily not baffling. our current president. It's yeah, like but right, Barry's gone on record as saying that we're not fucking sending troops. What were you going to say, Brett? No, I was going to say, it's like football. When you have Peyton Manning at the beginning of the year and he can't throw more than mm. five yards, oh, boy. They, want you, <laughs> they want you to throw the ball. They make it so it's like, oh, throw the ball, Peyton Manning. This is what you want you to do so then you can pick him off a few times a game. You don't do what the guy doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. wants you to do right yeah it's called the rope a dope yeah how about donald trump getting all flustered because obama said muslims are our sports heroes and donald trump tweeted and was like who's he talking about muhammad ali kareem abdul jabbar plenty yeah. of people calm down fucking trump trump's probably met a couple of them in real life yeah i think we covered everything there's so much to go over oh george bush well we talked a little bit about george yeah. bush but when george yeah. bush used to say the evil one is among us yeah remember he made that big speech there's an axis of evil and then we were at war yeah when a president uses the word evil he's probably like an apocalypse president uh-huh. that's what reagan meant when he called russia an evil empire when it's crazy and when you're and when you're the leader of the country especially the u.s and you're like so hung up on the apocalypse you miss day-to-day things that would make our lives better like if you're focused <laughs> yeah. on well like because with reagan specifically like it was last week i think it's always been out but last week vox did a big thing about the reagan administration's reaction to the aids crisis like they have yeah. tape what of reaction? the the press exactly well they have tape of the press secretary for reagan is this guy larry speaks there was one reporter in the pool who just kept asking very earnestly, like, there's this new thing about the AIDS crisis. Has the president been briefed? Does he want to do anything about it? And the press secretary and everybody else in the room laughing at him yeah. and, like, joking Jesus. about, joking about, oh, do you have AIDS, uh, uh, reporter? Do you have AIDS? Ha 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 And if, if you're too busy focusing on getting every, all the chess pieces arranged for your Marvel Cinematic Universe Middle East shit, yeah. 
you don't deal with like you know uh, improving people's lives today because it, that's because the apocalypse is sort of an out for actually fixing the world it's yeah. well the world's gonna end so i don't need to like fix it i just need to like be ready for no, the world fuck it. yeah i'm good i got uh, i got my flat screen like yeah. and and in the same isis can be like we don't need to actually run like a country we can yeah. just run like we need our to run the country for two yeah. for three when the world years ends. max and then boom we're good we're not playing for 20 years from now yeah we're that's how i used to play monopoly debik Jesus yeah. Christ. Everybody needs to see less giant apocalyptic Marvel movies and more, you know, think pieces. You know, little indie films. Yeah. Start to get that. The real world is more like the movie Brooklyn, perhaps? Yeah. You know? I feel like this podcast was a lot funnier than I expected it to be. Yeah. We found some I bits. was on fire today. We, we found, found some bits. Yeah. Were you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> when is <laughs> Brett not, though? <laughs> I didn't notice. That glum, glum fire of his. <laughs> um, should we do comments? Yeah. You know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't matter. I want you to know that's only sort of true. <clears throat> we call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid motherfucking comments from the past few shows and respond to them. <gasps> Personally, faded out breath. Oh my god, that was so poignant. Mm. It's been a pretty serious day. Shut your face. Okay. <laughs> Do we have voicemails? Yes, you can call the voicemail line at 505-3-UNPOPS. That's that- 505-386-7677. I uh, pointed mm. at you, Danger. You were supposed yeah. to read that. Yeah. Oh, voicemail. That's okay. ATB, congratulations on quitting smoking. Have you or any of your guests ever seen a ghost? Mm. Oh. No. I don't think I have. No. no. Um, I don't think so because they're not real. I used to be friends with people who would go ghost hunting and they wanted to see a ghost. But uh, they never saw a ghost. I've never seen a ghost. And furthermore, what I'm more angry about, I've never seen a UFO. Mm. And I feel like with the degree to which I believe, I feel like the aliens could just come throw me a bone. Maybe give me like a -a make-a-wish flyover kind of thing when I'm outside. Like just walking and I look up. Oh, cool. There's there's a UFO. Finally. Keep talking about confirmation bias. Now just go back to your life. Aliens, they were actually don't probe me. Well, like, like I think it was a month, month and a half ago. I was out of town. I was not in L.A. And then I saw on Twitter it was blowing up that it, people saw a bunch of lights in the sky. Like, oh, there was yeah. a big th- and then it, I, I think it was later reported that oh, it was some kind of military thing, which is what you say when it's a UFO. Yeah, but but I fe- I felt very gypped. I was like, ah, I missed this. Not uh, just that. Thing. People were like, oh, it was just a missile test, and we were like, oh, okay, they're just Normal. testing <laughs> testing missiles, <laughs> missiles over L.A. Over Los no problem. Right, long as it wasn't a space alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a missile being launched over one of the biggest cities in the united states cool right. test that it's out cool we were just playing with explosives <laughs> in hollywood it's that's why totally if you've great. got explosives in hollywood every once in a while you're gonna want to let one off yeah, yeah. <laughs> just be like oh hey look at that that's what that shape makes in the sky right. fun but yeah no ghosts I, I also i also feel like i've avoided like i whenever someone's offered like hey let's go to this haunted place like i i, I think you have occasionally had them and, and i i'm terrified of it I, yeah I we've never gone to the los Feliz murder house we went yeah. to uh the winchester mystery house in san jose and it is dull it's just dull it's supposed to be so spooky but it's like it's just really cramped and there's extra doors and, and ladders and shit and there's, there's nothing yeah. interesting uh. about that house the actual house is like just weird there's a lovely garden though great Great. No ghosts. Yeah, it's like an architectural oddity, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. No ghosts. Yeah, I've never seen a ghost. No I, such thing. I spent so much time in Albuquerque. Like, how did I not see a fucking UFO? Like, that's where they're from. Oh, I thought you were gonna say ghosts with all the crazy murders and like ve- vengeance yeah. people want. What? Yeah, like you that know. Native American. Yeah, I think uh, curses, spirits. Oh, also present day. Like everything. I think just everything just, in yeah, Albuquerque yeah. is haunted with the spirit of something that got murdered, either by the police. I did or see more houses that right. got crashed into by cars than I've ever seen anywhere. Albuquerque. <laughs> I've said it a million times. <laughs> Albuquerque is the Florida of cities. <laughs> like that. Is, yeah, the stories are. Like, yeah. That is one of the most insane places I've ever been in my fucking life that's the only place me and jeff would go and like the police would make us nervous and we're from la like the police are supposed to make you nervous here (laughs) but we'd get to albuquerque and be like drive slow it's fine don't speed we don't want to get pulled over we don't want to make eye contact i was getting dropped off at the airport in albuquerque once at like six in the morning and the cab driver was like i have to go exactly the speed limit or they pull you over jesus and as soon as he said that he looked over and there was this cop just glaring at us and he goes see look how they look at us <laughs> i was like god damn it uh, that's terrifying that's yeah awesome. it's a creepy fucking place all right 
Should we? Uh, oh, we have comments. We could probably read. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. April 29th, ninety two. I don't know what that is, but I'm guessing it's that is to the Sublime song. Also, there was I, a I riot on the streets. Tell me where oh, I was going to say. I was going to say it was the Rodney King riots. Yeah, yeah, but it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a no. It's sublime. the Rodney King riots. It's not a Sublime song reference. Sublime song. was I, referencing the Rodney King riots, and Sublime's an awful band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they're in that whole genre of music that like people around me got very into, and I didn't know what to do with it. Like when I was yeah. in, when I was in college, OAR came and played a oh. show, and I got brought along to the OAR show, and it was like fine. But I, I, I was like, oh, I guess people like have loved this yeah. without my knowledge. Yeah, for a long time. Yeah, pe- that's one of those bands a lot of people are like, really into for some reason. Yeah, it I'll just, say they're, it didn't they're excellent musicians to each of them, but meh, never really grabbed me. Yeah, it's well. They, yeah. It was kind of jammy, and I yeah, could tell. Like, like oh, these guys have, like play their like, instruments. Three Eleven yeah. writes garbage music, but they're good musicians, and everybody's like, "Oh, you go to see them live." I'm like, "Oh, then I'd have to listen to their songs." I don't want to do that. <laughs> right. We have some Sublime comments. Angry Samoan says, "No, Sublime is fucking terrible." Thank you, Angry mm. Samoan. Thank we you. can always rely Thank on you. you. Mary Jane Foxy says, "Did he just say my tie?" Fucking Muay Thai, you poser. He also I believe you are the poser correcting someone on the pronunciation of your Thai fighting. And you misspelled it. And then you spelled Thai wrong. Yeah. It's T-H. Uh-huh. I I do believe. Empty the cup, motherfucker. It's a Muay Thai term. Uh, Pink Orange says, my girlfriend gives me shit for walking and eating, but at least I try to do it without sweating. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just don't have time to sit down, but being in college probably plays a large part in my own affinity for walk-eating. You, Being in college, you have so much time. Yeah, you have the plenty of time, time I've ever had in my life. Wide on Rice says, huh, man spreading. Haven't heard that one before. No? It's when a man spreads. <laughs> when, how man sits. Uh, yeah. Subway. Especially, yeah, especially in, three seats. in public transit cities. That's a huge thing. Maybe, yeah. maybe not elsewhere. Uh, Lord Zenu says, what's it saying in the beginning? It says, el futuro tiene nada más de la contantación. <laughs> Yeah, and if you listen to it carefully, it speaks to this thing about the end times. Guys, the world's going to end. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is this what you came here to talk to us about? uh, I gave you the pamphlet at the beginning. I thought you would take a look at it. The thing at the beginning beginning says, uh, the future wants nothing more than confrontation. And then it ends with a song called Gang Fight. Yeah. See how that plays out, guys? Yeah. Very confrontational. I like that song, Gang Fight. And the band that plays it. I like the song. (laughs) Yeah. I don't yeah. know about the band so much. New version coming out soon? Kira Wanry says, I do pretty much everything by myself because at the moment I'm living halfway across the country for my girlfriend and friends, and I'm a huge introvert anyway. Mm. Yeah, I can see it. I'm not going to read the rest of that comment. That's a long comment. Going to the restaurants alone is, is lovely, she says, and I agree. Don't go all the time, but... Yeah, I mean, sometimes. Like I, I said, I even said in the myself. column about not doing stuff alone, I wrote the entry about not eating out at a Denny's. Like Ooh, I was no, but you're allowed to be alone at a di- at a diner's. That's a di- that's yeah, really the and only. And I was working restaurant. When yeah. were you counter or booth slash table? Booth. Okay. Booth. You got the laptop. You should yeah, had the laptop. Had to tap into the free Denny's Wi-Fi. I uh, bumped into the girl who played the daughter on Everybody Loves Raymond. What? She was on the podcast. Madeline Sweeten. Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bumped into her at a Denny's. By myself, wearing like sweatpants. Yeah. yeah. It's a good look. You're always your most presentable when you're going to be people you Strong day for me. Because I feel like d- d- uh, diner counters are like an invitation to eat there alone. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, you're this at the is, counter. This is the space for the alone people, please. It's a bar for pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> Toast. <laughs> oh, some, I don't know who it was. If you Google it, you'll find it. But someone tweeted the other day frozen yogurt places should switch over to mashed potato bars in the winter yeah and it was they like should. it was like all i could think oh. of yeah that <laughs> actually there's a there was a That's such a great idea oh what's it called that there, tweet had like nine thousand retweets yeah there's like in brooklyn there was like this hole in the wall ice cream place i think it was called like uncle louis something like that whoop what the I, fuck happened danger i mentioned i mentioned brooklyn and, and danger fled when so you gotta go you gotta go your... <laughs> okay we only have like a minute left in the podcast. Uh, yeah, hole in, end before you can. Hole in the wall yeah. ice cream place in Brooklyn called I think Uncle Louis, uh, but they, uh, the one near me would turn into a soup place oh. in the in uh, the winter, and it was fantastic. Wouldn't a mashed potato bar be amazing? But a mashed potato bar would be even better. Oh my god! Because you can do all those toppings and everything, but either way, you're getting mashed potatoes. with like the Oreos and oh, gummy baby. bears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like no, but you could, there would be like vegetables. You could have like garlic Jeez. mashed potato. I'm doing the hand motion regular. Right, there'd be like there's a butter like apparatus, sweet potato. Yeah. Mm, oh. oh my god! Oh, yeah, baby. and then on the counter, there's 
Oh, there's gravy that comes out of the thing. Of as course, well. Well, we're asking the lazy butter apparatus. Very sour cream, butter, yeah. bacon, 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 yeah. bacon cheese, cheese, peas, peas. Of course, peas would be good. Chicken, yeah. You could make a, a KFC loaded potato bowl. When I lived like, in New York, there was a place. There was a baked potato place, and you basically picked what you wanted in your baked potato. They made the baked potato for you, delivered it to your house. That's wacky. It's crazy. That's All crazy. right, should yeah. we get the fuck out of here Please. before Danger comes back? <laughs> yes. There we yeah, we should. Do we have anything to plug? I think he's at the door. That's fine. Yeah, we don't have anything yeah. going on. Well, there's a uh, uh, early January that darkest hour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, second January, <laughs> the second Friday in January, would be the darkest hour. I don't know what exact date that second is. Second Friday of January would be. I think the eighth. I think. I think Stop yeah. knocking on the door, Danger. Yeah. So the uh, second. Friday in January. Come see Alex Schmidt. Hey! At the darkest hour. He's going to be telling all his most racist jokes. Spooky. It's going to be exciting. Don't say spooky right after I say all your racist jokes. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Too much. Walked into that. Yeah. Oh, you're listening to this this week. Come to the darkest hour this week. This Friday. I will be there. Yay! Who else? You and Josh and uh, and, uh, and, uh, a set of other wonderful guests. Yeah. Other comics. Oh, I think. Or no. Ian Carmel's headlining next month when you're on. Oh, he's oh he's great. Yeah, he's so great. I don't remember yeah. who the headliner is this month. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Alex. Bye. Say goodbye, Danger. Yeah, yeah. Bye, everybody. All right, love you. Let's get out of here, bro. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs>